The only drinks you got from my brother's 21st. Tell me. Like, We're live, by the way. Oh, so like... Yeah, go on. <laughs> so I was, I was down at my grandparents because we, we did the 21st there. Yeah, yeah. And we bought so much alcohol, like... Wow. And just drinks. Like, well, you got to cater for, like, in case you run out and stuff. Yeah. And I just went down to pick it all up now, brought it back home. Wait, just, wasn't it this weekend? Or yeah, was it, it next was, weekend? No, it was on the weekend. Oh, okay. Passed, yeah, yeah. But all the leftovers... There's like tubs left over. So we had to just move it all up to in the garage and like just fit it around. So I'm like stacking bottles on top of bottles. Fuck. Trying to make it fit. But how was the, how yeah, was the, um, I got pre-sorted for the next like month. Fuck. <laughs> how was the party anyway? It's good. It's good. I think he enjoyed it. And that was like the main, the main thing. Cause we had an 18th, but yeah. it was like a hundred people. And at that point, you're not even close with everyone. 100 people is a good size though. It's how much yeah, I had at my but wedding. So, it's kind of like, big, yeah. But you're not really close with some of the people you invite. You know what I mean? So this one was a lot smaller, closer mates anyway. So yeah, yeah. It was more enjoyable. Would be, was it rowdy? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, no. Not really. I, was not, I wouldn't say so. It wasn't like, it's was just a good night. It was yeah, like, nice. yeah, man. it was just enjoyable. Yeah. Got catering. Oh, yeah. All that, so you don't have to worry about food. It was just a clean up was a bit of a pain, but. Apart from that, it was alright. Yeah, fuck yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode four of Zap's podcast. So as you can probably tell, I've got two guests today. Lil John and Big Chris. They both work with we both work all together in a little survey firm. I'm not gonna say the company, just in case they don't want to be associated with the podcast, so we'll keep it keep it hush hush. Um but other than that, how's everyone's day, guys? What's going on? Yeah, good mate. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Monday. Good for money. You were in the office today, you lucky. I was, I was lucky yeah. Boy. Staying out of the sun. Yeah. John's looking tanned. He was out yeah. in the field. He's looking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was out in the sun today, getting my tan on. Um, he love, brown, loves the sun. Now, yeah. Love the sun, huh? I do, I do, I do. It was, uh, honestly, but like the weather today, I was looking at the weather next week as well compared to this week. Yeah. This week is like 21 and 20. Shit, man. But for next, next week... For like Christmas break as well, all thirty. Dead set. Minimum all thirty. Fucking oath, man. I was I was literally about to say, how shit has this weather been? This is the first. I don't know any summer where I've actually had to wear a jacket. This morning I was wearing a jacket. I was freezing. It has been freezing. Yeah. Sorry, a woman wearing a beanie today in the city. Dead set. Dead set. Yeah. Oh my god, man! It's freezing. I've, I've yeah. never, I've never seen this ever from from twenty nine years of life. I've never, never worn a jacket in summer. No, nah, neither have I. Did you wear any jackets today? Because you were Menangles, not. No, nah, I was. Uh, it was sorry, it, not close. It was cold in the morning. I had a jumper all day except for like one o'clock. Start taking it off. Yeah, one o'clock was getting a bit hot. But before that, it was fucking cold. I was like, it wasn't blue mountains at one point. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, so hard. Back in government sleep. Oh, that place is fresh it's in the winter. Cold in the mornings, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fuck yeah. Cold. A bit of frost in the there, ground. There was one time I was driving with um. Brandon, do you guys remember Brandon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we were going out, we were going to meet Mick somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was. It was a four-hour drive, and on our way, we had to drive through the Blue Mountains, and we are going to get coffee at this one particular shop. It was where Govett's Leap is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blackheath. Yeah, sorry, Blackheath, that's the one. And um, that coffee shop there, we walked out of the car on the, you know, what's that dash thing where it shows you the degrees? Yeah. And it said negative (laughs) two. And I was like, oh, can't be that bad. I got out and no joke, I was walking like I was shaking. <laughs> it was freezing. Was it actually that cold? Like, but it was winter, so yeah. Was it winter? Yeah, but yeah. You've been out a few times. It's cold as it's been. Cold as I saw was like minus five. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's middle of winter. It was freezing. That's cold, man. Very fresh, yeah. I'm not sure I've ever worked in like minus temperatures. I don't think I'd be prepared for it. I think the cold I don't think I've was, worked was Oberon for the, the um, rural project I did. What was that? Yeah. Minus five, didn't really get above zero all day. Just freezing. Were you wearing gloves, like those thick ski gloves? Uh, yeah, but you can't press the button. Yeah, so, so. you've got to use the pen. <laughs> so you got to work around it. But yeah, me and Frank out there. <laughs> yeah, Frank. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you boys watch the FIFA? The World Cup? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw the highlights. I saw the highlights as well. I wasn't getting up that early. But to be fair, I haven't watched any game. So not one game. Not even Australia? <laughs> no. Nah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to wake up at two in the morning. One of to them was a nine pm. One of them was a six six am. Oh, I'm talking about Australia. Yeah, yeah. 
Far out. You didn't watch any of them. I didn't watch any of them. Water, mate. <laughs> but I watched the highlights, so. Oh, you know. Yeah, that's all right. Good enough. I went down to Darling Harbour for the uh, Argentina game against Australia. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it was pretty good. Had the flares going. It's chaotic down there. Oh, that's all right. You went to the domain, eh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw the photos. Did you send video as well? Like people just throwing off flares and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, it went pretty crazy. Yeah. Did you guys see, I saw it on Facebook earlier today, this guy flew a drone in Argentina. Yeah. Did you see it? That was in uh, Rosario. That's where Messi grew up. Bro, I have never seen that many people ever. People were climbing the the light poles like to get to the top. (laughs) I reckon that people probably came in from like neighboring cities just to come into Rosario. Just to celebrate? Just to celebrate because like, Cosmos yeah. is from there. Yeah, yeah. Just to come for the atmosphere. Oh, 100%. I think they had live uh, viewing things in Australia for the yeah. final as well. Yeah. Did you did you see it? Uh, no, I have a friend in Perth who watched it. Like a live viewing there. But when you say like, live view, like just watching it live? Is that what no, you mean? No, you got like a park. Like one Darling Harbour. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a crowd. And the crowd go down and they walk. And everyone yeah, yeah. watches and stuff. Uh, my cousin went to some pub I saw on his story on Snapchat or something. But it was pretty wild. Like the highlights were insane. Oh. When I saw I saw the highlights and I saw Argentina score two goals, I thought, oh, game over, Argentina's won. France comes back with two, then Argentina comes back with one, then France comes back with another. I was like, oh my God. And then France could have won it, last shot on target of the game, just like final minute. Yeah, that's a crazy oh, I didn't save. see that. Oh, what a save. I didn't see that at all. Was oh, it was going bottom corner. Oh. Save it for him. Yeah, Man. I, I work up for it, right? Yeah. So I had work the next morning, at, had to be out. Menang was seven, so I left home at five forty-five. But the game finished at five thirty, and I, I, I waited for the celebrations because I'm the whole point of there is to watch Messi lift his trophy and be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was you that his last like, game, by the way? That's it. He's no, he's keeping on going. He's keep going. Well, so he, what's what's with the big? Oh, like I didn't understand what was going he, on. It he, may sound he, like he's retiring. He's, he's not. He's not retired from international football. But he's, the next World Cup is going to be in for another four years, and he'll be thirty-nine. Right, so yeah, so he's getting not, yeah, not a bit. Yeah. Really sickly, like, he says he's not going to retire from the international team, but maybe he's got one Cup America in him. Not a World Cup. Because nah, that's too far away. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, two years away. See, yeah. see his performance, I guess. Jumps on TRT. <laughs> <laughs> love to say. Well, he walked the whole World Cup. I don't know if you watched, well, you're, you're saying you watched the games. But no, I just watched the highlights. During the games, he walks. Yeah. A lot of in-between stuff. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. It's like, Big sort of flourishes and then not much in between. Yeah, but, oh, right. But he said, like the coach said as well, the head coach said, like to all the players before the tournament kicked off. He's like, when he came into the team, he's like, I'm building this team around Messi. Either you're in or you're out. So a lot of the, the players are like younger as well because they've got a bigger engine. Yeah, they yeah. Can last longer and they do all the, the doggy work. They're gonna do a lot of the hard, hard yeah, yards. But you watch the game like the whole tournament. He's basically just he's walking on like defending. But that's the that's the, the compromise that you yeah. you give. For someone like that. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So Well, it paid off in the end. They won, so, you know. I'm so, I'm so happy for him. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. everyone was going for Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone was going for them. Now he has to go back to Paris to play like, clubs, club games. That's where he plays. Oh, yeah. Game. Does he play in Paris? Yeah, PSG. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, with Mbappe. With Mbappe. <laughs> we might deck him when he sees him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mbappe scored a hat-trick, eh? Yeah. They said it was like the second time ever it's happened. Last one was, I think, 1966. You must be happy with that. Well, technically he scored four because of a penalty, but you don't really count. Oh, you can't count that. That's in-game. Well, yeah. it wasn't in-game. It's yeah, it's shootouts. like counts as a penalty shootout, but... He's a pretty good player. Mbappe, yeah. Yeah, man, when I saw those goals, I was like, dude, I think one of them, he shot off... He Someone chipped it off the volley, bang, straight in. Fuck, what a machine. I couldn't believe it. There's so many pens this World Cup though. Like, yeah. like Messi's, well, that was his, like his third or fourth and he scored. Yeah, he's, he's missed two as well. Yeah, and he missed two. Yeah. And Mbappe scored, what, two in the in the final. Yeah. yeah. So there was three penalties given in the in the final. Like, he's just, it's yeah, crazy. That one was a bit soft too, I thought. Yeah, it was. Wasn't much in that. No. Felt a bit of contact. <laughs> Went there. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, my neck, Steve. <laughs> Some of them are just dead set. <laughs> yeah, dead set. Just diving. So, boys, now that we're talking about FIFA, we, we all work for a survey firm. So, I feel like it's appropriate to ask some survey questions for you guys. And I'll try to keep it a little bit funny. Maybe a little bit serious, but a little bit funny as well. Fire you know? away, mate. Fire away? Fire all right. Away. All right. What's your biggest pet peeve in the field? 
while surveying? I can start you guys off. Yeah. So that way you can have a bit of a think. Yeah. All yeah, right. You, you tell me yours. So one of them is more when I have an assistant, okay. but one of them is definitely on the field. If someone, if you're using retros to, you know, do your control and then you go back and then someone's ripped them off. That does my absolute head in. It's why? Why are you ripping them off for? What's the point? Do you know how many? T- I had this subdivision in Newtown, and every single time I went back, all my retros are gone. And I was, and I tried to put them in different spots so they wouldn't rip them off again, and they kept ripping them off. And it did my absolute head in. Yeah, but Newtown's one of those places where they're very protective about like the the street landscape and stuff like that like dude there's like graffiti in the back lanes yeah but you can yeah but that gets like repainted almost every week i reckon you know what i mean like do you reckon i don't know like for sure if i'm doing if i'm putting stuff up like i almost never rely on retros like if i'm gonna go back like a month later because you just know it's never gonna stay like nine times out of ten they're there actually i'd probably say 9.5 there's been a couple jobs where i'm like two years later i've come back i'm like i'm surprised they're actually there yeah but they're in like quieter areas like yeah you get the suburbs. If you're in the suburbs, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Unless you, like, got a nail and then you're, like, nailing it to a tree. That's, like, the only... To a tree? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I'd nail, like, I'll nail a retro or to, to, like, or a to a pole or To a pole, sorry. Yeah, yeah, To those wooden poles. Yeah, you yeah. nail them on. That's what I do. Because then if they try to rip them off, it's really, really hard for them to take them off. Yeah, if it's got the nail through it, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm a big one for nailing concrete, though. Yeah. yeah. I do I do that for my initial setup. Yeah. And then if I and as a recovery, I'll put a second one just in case. And it yeah. you that's if my retros are gone. Yeah. Because otherwise I'll just resect or I'll set up on a mark and backside to a retro. And usually comes in pretty good. So Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I, I don't I don't usually like I'll, for me find my initial setup I will. But I can put a mark? Yeah, put a mark. Yeah. But if I need to like if it's hard to to resect in a spot, I'll just text them because I carry it with me everywhere so it's like yeah, a quick yeah. little bang bang it's just a lot quicker as well you know yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. you don't waste time like because then you go you gotta do it and then you nail it in and then you gotta lose the mark you gotta spray paint it as well to make yeah, sure yeah. you don't lose it I think it depends where you're doing it as well yeah like if you know you definitely can't put a nail in there like if you just put a quick little text yeah, mark that, that, you have something yeah. there for sure yeah but your yeah, biggest pet peeve someone ripping off retros huge for me mine would be probably wind <laughs> yeah, man. You got your DPs. You got five DPs, and they're blowing away. Oh. And it's just, just makes the job that much harder. I'd rather be raining than windy. At least you can just sit in the car. <laughs> actually, Honestly, that's true. Actually, because you got the DP, you look in, and you're trying to find marks, and then it's just flapping, and you just can't. <laughs> yeah. That happened the other week, and I was like, <sighs> anything but that. It was like, yeah, you're right, raining, because at least it springs a little bit, but it's not even that bad. Have you ever had strong enough winds to the point where it kind of moves your your setup a bit and you're like, oh, fuck, now I've got to reset up? I was doing a job once down near Wagga. It was a solar farm. Yeah. Just the start of it. So it was just like a big open field. Like there's nothing there yet. And we had these like, like mini sort of tornadoes, like little twisters. And there would just be these dust twisters. And I had them knock over my backside once. Like picked up a set of Whoa. legs and threw it against your backside. Wait, how far off was it from the fence? Oh, like a couple you, of meters. Man, he picked it up and chucked it that far. Yeah. Wow. Like prism on it, so it didn't fall. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's a that's that's a big gust. Big gust. Imagine it picked up the uh, actual instrument. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. I've had I had one of my mates at my old company it happened to. He had it set up, but the way he had it set up, I, you could see like he had his legs like narrow inside. He didn't have them widespread. So it didn't have a good stance. Mm. And then the wind just, because it's so narrow and he was setting up on concrete. Oh, concrete. It just, concrete stuff. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have a wider setup, especially with wind. I get so fearful of that. I like, I get it. I went into windy day as well and I'm on set up on concrete and I feel a gust of wind. I just like, quick little glance over the shoulder just yeah, to make yeah. sure that it's like not <laughs> over. But I'm like super paranoid about it. But it never ends up falling over. But you just like have that paranoia because you never know. It's yeah, yeah. Worst case scenario really is the, the legs go over. I'm always worried about people walking around the legs. Definitely, yeah. That's that's my biggest thing. I'm not, wind doesn't worry me so much because the weight of the machine yeah. kind of keeps it down, so it's not too bad. And if you have it, if you set it up quite well, then you'll be all right. But it's people scare me. And I told you about the dog that all, <laughs> in Maroubra. Did yeah. I tell you about this dog? No. So 
didn't knock over the legs, but it was, I was working in Maruba. We're doing that road detail. I don't know if you remember the one. You weren't there. You weren't part of that job. No, I don't. But what happened was I could see, I was across the road detailing one of the intersections and I can see this guy was walking his dog and he's walking down the road and he's getting closer. He's getting to the set of lights and I saw the dog going straight from my machine. I thought, here we go. He's going to knock over the legs. And he walks around the legs and he starts sniffing my jigger box. And I thought, is he going to do what I think he's going to do? And he turns around, lifts his leg and takes the biggest fucking piss ever. Just all over my bag. Bro, I was fucking Oh, on the material as well. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. And then, yeah, that was the worst part. Because at least if it was on the actual red box... I could have gone because Woolies was up there. I could have just bought like an Ajax and some spray and just wiped it. But it was on the material and it was a hot day. Where am I going to put this thing? I can't leave it in my car. My car's going to smell like fucking piss. So I had to put it in the back area where all the legs are and just leave it there. And then I had to carry the box with my hand. Like it's not the end of the world, but fucking frustrating, man. That's a street detail. Yeah. So you couldn't even go to someone's house and hose it down. Well, he offered to clean it. And I was like, in my head, how are you going to clean it? What are you going to do? You can just dunk it in water. That's really sick. What else can you do? Yeah. So I, when I came back, I, I filled off the tub and I just put like um, washing powder yeah. in the tub and just let it sit in there for an hour and just yeah. rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it to just, I couldn't smell it anymore and it's gone now. So that's all right. All right. Now I'm not too concerned with like people walking by. No. Like maybe because I haven't had a scenario of it happening to me, but yeah. Like usually, because I'm always watching it, and I'm like always, and I'm always like careful, like where I set up as well. Like it's not obviously right smack bang in the middle of the footpath. Like you give people room, like you, you know, you know what I mean. You're not gonna set right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. it's easy for someone just to <laughs> knock it over. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I don't know, like, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Like I like realistically, you're just unlucky if it happens to you. Yeah. Much. yeah, you know what I mean. I, I haven't, I, like, knock on wood, I haven't had anything bad happen to the set of legs. Well, I've been in the field for 10 years. So. Yeah, you hear some of your horror stories. Though. Like, you told me something, you told me something. I'm yeah. Like, I've, I've, it happened to me when I was an assistant, but not as a party leader. Did I tell you? When someone just walked through and just wasn't even paying attention, just walked through this Rio, strained to the legs, knocked it over, went to pieces. Yeah. Yeah, just it literally yeah. exploded. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, man. And then we had to get the set out done that day. So then one of my other workmates drove all the way from where he was from. It was quite far. Gave us his jigger so we could finish doing the set out that day. It was a, yeah, it was a big mission. Jeez. Yeah, not yeah, fun. I've never seen it, but I'll keep it that way. Yeah, that, that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. Expensive day out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, they ended up paying for the, what's it called? Was it the excess? Oh, really? Yeah, they have to. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's, yeah, yeah, it's their fault. So they yeah. paid for the excess, but I don't even know what the excess for that would be. I can imagine it'd be expensive. Yeah, probably not cheap. Yeah. Have you guys ever had anything happen in the field? Anything bad? Well, not bad, just... Oh, bad, funny. Oh, like an experience. Yeah, experience. That's probably a better way to say it. Oh. I don't know. I haven't really... The best ones, like the best experiences I've had is like when you work near a beach and it's a hot day. Yeah. And I've done it before where it's just like I go in for a dip. Oh, just during your lunch during break. During my yeah. lunch break, I go yeah. in like quickly, like cool off. Because like, it's a hot day as well, right? Like, yeah. I'm not just going to go in randomly. <laughs> So I just go in, dip, and come out. And when I did it one time where I had um, I had no clothes, no spare clothes, whatever. But it was such a hot day. I'm like, I'm actually boiling. So I just I went in, just undies, came out, I started air drying for like the break, <laughs> and then I just put my clothes back on and I was walking around in wet undies. But I'm like, I don't I don't care. Bro. It's, bro, it was so hot. Which beach it were was you that at? That hot. Oh, uh, that was that was Whale Beach. Oh, like Palm Beach up that way. Yeah. Ooh. It was, nice it was, yeah, yeah, heaps nice. Yeah. I've done that at Bondi, not in my lunch break, but before and after work. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you were doing the, the level runs and stuff around there, eh? Right on the beach, yeah. Yeah. So it's good, yeah. I haven't, I've Very never nice had stuff. one day where I've been able to swim, except for when we're on the boat. That's it. Oh, on the kayak? Yeah. Those are good days when you're on the kayak. Oh, that fun. was funny. Those <laughs> yeah. kayak days, because it's so, like, makeshift. Have you yeah. ever done it? You've probably never done it, eh? I did it back in Newcastle. The, uh, the kayak was built for someone who was like five and a half foot. 
six, yeah. So I just, uh, it just kept oh, what running. a shame. 6-2. Oh. And it was bucketing down with rain and the water was coming in the boat. So I was just soaked. Oh. Just from head to toe. Fuck. So, it was pretty good though. Interesting. The hydro- you know? Oh yeah, sorry. The hydrographic surveys are like they're fun, yeah, because it's like you, we we get the the level star. Is that how you did it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star. level star, Prismo. side of the boat, just feeling. But you're trying to like swim, trying to stay level stay, as well, and yeah. it's drifting. And you're like, so you need two on. people on the boat: one person to steer it stable, yeah. and one person to plunk it down, and then one person to to shoot yeah. as well. So it's a three man job. Three-man yeah, job. for like yeah. one point. <laughs> it's unreal that was fun though I did it once with um, with Alan we were at uh, War- Warwick Farm was, you, you know the race course so the inside the race course is that big pond yeah yeah and we were in there and we had to go every I don't know 10 meters or something and just put the staff in feel it get levels that took us took us a decent amount of time to get it done takes a long time it yeah man time, yeah. yeah but we didn't have another person behind the jigger I was trying to get lock all the time yeah man it was the biggest mission so even inside the the lake or whatever wherever it is yeah was it still would the boat still move yeah even with no current no nothing. even with no current well because it's using the momentum because uh, when you're rowing it's still got momentum like you're trying to like push back but even when you're pushing back and then the momentum of pushing back then kind of pulls you back as well yeah so no matter where you're going it's it's kind of hard to try and keep it steady and with the currents even worse oh yeah the current yeah. is like working in Worked the Parramatta River. Yeah. Were you at Parramatta River? What yeah, were you doing there? Yeah, yeah. When were you there? I've t- done a few. I've done a few like hydrographic ones. I've done the one at Apple Tree Bay. Uh, I think I was with you. No, that was one yeah. that you were with me. With, you yeah, with. yeah. I've done another one. It was like a house on the north north side of Sydney near like, what is it? Like Hunter's, Hunter's Hill? Hill. Around there. Yeah. And then another one was near like North Sydney around mm-hmm. there, in there, in that lake. So... Those yeah. ones are the worst when you're fighting the tide because you're trying to fight the tide and keep it like stable for momentum. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it just doesn't work. Honestly, it's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's long to get one one point. You're like five minutes trying to turn it, twist it. Mm. Yeah. I actually have a mate who works for um, like the ports. I'm not sure if he still does. He did anyway. Yeah. And they will go out on a boat and they'll drag behind like a kind of, like, a set, like it's a ball. And it shoots out like sonar and maps, oh, wow. maps the floor of the, at the sea floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a scanner, but you drag it behind a boat. It's pretty cool. What's it oh, do? I've seen that. He's, I was at uni with him. He's at oh, it's his surveyor. Yeah. Is that what he does full time? Does he still do it? Yeah, as far as I know. Wow, how long has he been doing that for? He graduated a bit after me, so I was in 2017, so. Oh, young blood, 2017. Yeah. I can't talk, I graduated 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair I've got two degrees so yeah that's the second one yeah, flex, yeah. Flex. never never again oh. man never again will I do that don't want a third oh, fuck that man <laughs> I'll jump off that balcony before I do a third degree fuck me dead no it's hard enough that. doing registration yeah. like trying to get motivated to do that what do you boys think about rego it's, uh, it's a lot of work yeah a lot of work I think I think they can change it a little bit though yeah I mean for now it's, it's staying how it is but yeah see down the track I mean generally we don't do a lot of engineering and town planning as registered surveyors but I don't know I guess it's still handy to have but yeah it's not required I don't think I don't think that's why I think I I completely agree with what you're saying that's why I think there should be a tier system so when you go to become a registered surveyor like you said for what we do at our firm we just do strata rural and urban pretty much I don't know if we do any engineering or town planning. I haven't been a part of any engineering or town planning. No. I don't know if you boys have been. No. Yeah. So you should, that should be a T1 registered surveyor. You do strata, urban, rural, and you become a T1. You can do boundaries and all that sort of stuff for those jobs. Yeah. But then if you want to do engineering and town planning, then you can do T2 and you'll be a T2 registered surveyor. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. And it's a lot easier, way less pressure mm. to, to do that. Like to do the tiers instead of doing all five in one hit. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, man, so much work. Yeah, I, I guess I, just, I haven't. Cause I'm, getting, I'm getting into it. I haven't really looked into it. I don't know much yeah. about it. But I don't know. It was kind of like every like uni. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you do subjects that 
although you don't enjoy doing or you think oh this has got no relevance to what I'm doing it, like they they structure it in a, in, a, in a way for a reason it's so you have a fundamental understanding yeah of what you're doing so like you know when my civil degree you do a whole different aspects of like geo and then structural but you you can just major in structural engineering mm. and just do be a structural engineer but it's just, I, th- I think it's the same thing with your registration it's like yeah yeah you probably need to know town planning and engineering just so you understand yeah. The fundamentals yeah in, in yeah. surveying broadly like you do the exam so you know you get tested and you you're thoroughly examined yeah you might not use it but then if you're in a situation you kind of understand why you know a job but if, if, a if a job ever came up right and let's say it had been 10 years since you've done town planning are you going to try and do town planning or are you just going to delegate it to someone else oh, probably not yeah exactly that that's exactly my point like even though you have that fundamental understanding you probably never use it anyway. And then if you a job does come up, you probably say, I'm not going to do it and just delegate it to someone else. So you might as well just focus on the three that you actually do. And then the other two, just give it to firms that probably concentrate on that. And if you want to do those other two, yeah, go for it. Become a tier two surveyor if you want or a tier two registered surveyor. Because I also think uni is like way crazy with units. Yeah. It's a big course, yeah. Yeah, man. I think the thesis is, we. I did the thesis. I'm pretty sure everyone here did the thesis. It's the biggest waste of time, I think. I mean, it's, it's good to focus on something like at the end. I mean, it's... And then you kind of delve deeper into like something that you're hopefully into. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people do scanning and things like that. So I, don't I feel like a, peop- a lot of people just choose the easiest thing as a cop-out though. Just yeah. choose the easiest yeah. subject so you can just get by, get that pass, get that P and you can get your degree get degrees yeah but that's that's the thing some people actually are like dedicated to like the academic mm. side of it and you yeah know, like becoming actually involved in the theory behind a, sub- a subject you know what I mean it just yeah. it, de- it varies person to person some people might be involved in it yeah actually you know enjoy the theory part of it and then try further than only just do a bit more research you know become a professor or whatever or you know become yeah more than sufficient in that field and people come to you and consult you because that's what you like yeah. but then some people obviously just prefer the practical but i feel like it's different uh, you know what i mean like it's it is a lot of work this is a lot of work but it's it's not a bad it's not a bad structure it i get what you're saying there because like it doesn't really cater towards everyone if you're gonna seek a professional career and you're going to become a professor, then you obviously do it because you're going to need to do it. Yeah. But I'd probably say nine out of 10 people who do the course aren't going down that road. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I see what you mean. I, yeah. I, like, I understand the, the point. Yeah. And also freaking UNSW, freaking ATAR is ridiculous. Mm. I think the a, what's, what's the ATAR to get into? Um, surveying? Yeah. Surveying at UNSW. It's like 93 or 92 or something. Whoa. Really? Yeah, get, it's crazy. Wow. It's like 70. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, to get into civil engineering, it was 92. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know, but I did the double degree when I went when I went in. So I don't know if surveying was lower right. or if... But I still think it is... I think it's a, a high 80, low 90 I minimum think requirement to do surveying at UNSW. I think they're all the same. I last time I checked, which to be fair was a while ago, it was around the 90 mark. Uh, it probably is. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's... I think the degree, just if you were doing the surveying the four year instead of the double degree like you did, it's um, it's called engineering in surveying. So they're all under that engineering umbrella, and they're all uh, everything under that umbrella is you know in the nineties. I don't know any engineering degree that's not in the nineties at UNSW. Right. Yeah. Probably. They could very they could very easily make that degree three years easily. They say that that UNSW is one of the best for engineering. I I think in the world. For engineering, oh or, yeah, I don't know about certain. I know I think at least civil, civil is one of the, one of the best in the yeah. in, in the world, like a top top ten, I mm. think. But the other professions, I'm not too sure. But you know, if you if you're gonna keep that rank, you have to have a higher standard as well. You can't just let anybody come in. Yeah, yeah. It's just up to the uni. Yeah. And you probably it's pretty full on, so you would want to be like setting the bar higher, so you're uh, not getting. People who are going to struggle a lot more. Yeah. So it makes sense. But okay, since you said that, yeah. do you know how many people actually get into UNSW? 
to do the survey degree, it's like 30 people a year. Because yeah, that was my, around the same as my cohort. Yeah. So is that towards the end as well? Or do you have like towards the end, it was about 15? Because usually half end up dropping out or something. It was, it was smaller, but yeah. because I did double degree, you don't, have, you don't see the same people in every year. So it's kind of mixed between years. Yeah. But it's probably about that in every class. Maybe, yeah, 15. Yeah. 15 to 20. Yeah. It's, it's small. Yeah, I can imagine. And that that's the thing, right? They make it, especially... I think with engineering just in general is the whole umbrella. If you look at mechanical and civil and all that, you know, there's heaps of people that are going into it. I think if you do civil, you've got to do, was it maths A or maths one? They're all the introductory sort of units. And bro, the amount of people doing that course is crazy. There's yeah. hundreds of people doing it. Yeah. So, and then when you start niching out, obviously it gets lower. But I think there's far more graduates going doing the civil and mechanical and electrical and all that in comparison to surveying. It's probably about 10 graduates or 15 graduates a year coming out of UNSW. Don't know how many coming out of Newcastle. And about then, the same. yeah, about the same. Yeah. So even 30 a year average, we do, I, I don't know, 100%, so I have no idea. A few but, at USQ maybe? Yeah, definitely a few at USQ. I think yeah. when I graduated, there was about probably say 30-ish as well. Yeah, right. So there's not that many. No. 30, but that was spread across different states. Yeah, more than likely. For sure. Yeah. Because wow. I remember there was about 40 people doing the presentation for the thesis. So if everyone was in their final year that year, probably about 30 or 40 people. And then, like you said, everyone's from different states. So you, who knows how many people from UNSW, sorry, from New South Wales were there. Yeah, it's a very niche, yeah. niche thing. Not yeah. Had not you... many people really know what we do. Have you... <laughs> Have Every you... time I explain it, how do you explain it? Like, tell me how you explain it to That's people. what I was just about to say. How do you explain it to someone? I say I'm on the guy on the side of the road with that. <laughs> That's exactly how I explain it. That's exactly how I explain That's it. That's literally what I say. Word for word. The Ready? guy on the side of the road with the, with the tripod. That's me. Yeah, and then the next question is, so what do you actually do? <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, I just basically measure points. Oh, so no photos. No, no, sorry, we don't measure that. We don't take photos. Have you ever, have you ever, ever come, someone come up to you and be like, oh, are you from Google Earth? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I've had people ask me if I was a speed camera before. <laughs> yeah, I've, had that. <laughs> I've had that too, man. That's actually crazy. Has that happened to you? No, never. It will. Yeah. I'm still going to be driving past chucking cans in my head. Bro, I've had, people, off the road. <laughs> I've had people come up to me and go, bro, I'm moving my car. I'm moving my car. Don't find me. Oh, like, parking inspector. Yeah, like they so think I work for council. So often. Yeah, I think it's because we wear the high vis and all that, but I'm wearing a field bag with hammers and measuring tape. What do you think I'm going to do here? What am I measuring? Yeah, what am I finding you What's for? What's the tape measure for? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? But um, I was literally about to ask that, like, you know, what do people, how do you explain to people what you do? It's such a hard thing to explain. Yeah. Because I, I still don't know what to tell people. I say that I basically make... I measure I measure points and create like a three D image uh, that on a computer processing software. Yeah, yeah. And I say we're basically the step before the architect that draw it up and make it look all pretty. Ah, uh, that's because that's really, it's basically yeah. what we do. Yeah, because we we give it to architects. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The and then they design around it. So it that, yeah. yeah, we pretty much bring real. The way I sometimes say it is I I bring real real world data and digitize it. That's yeah. the that's just the way I can explain it. Yeah. They go, oh, what do you digitize? Oh, what else do you do? Oh, yeah, boundaries then, and all that sort of shit. Then if you say like digitize it, you know what I mean? It's a bit like oh, people get confused. Like so much terminology yeah. as well. Yeah. It's just such like, a hard thing to explain. No one, no one ever really gets it. It's just well, it's one of those things. It's like if you don't do it, how are you gonna know? Do you love it when you're in the field and there's an old surveyor that comes up to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go back in my day. We used to use you know, whatever the fuck they used back then. And then they start reminiscing and then you're just going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just trying to be polite. And where's your, where's your assistant? Where's your <laughs> All the time. Just me, oh, yeah. yeah, just, uh, you know, 2020, you know, we've got the robotics now. Oh, so fancy. <laughs> ah. Robots sitting our jobs. Popping <laughs> <laughs> those ones. Yeah, I've had that one a few times. Old guys coming up. Oh, yeah, I usually, but I get a lot of people that be like, oh, yeah, I did surveying for like five years. And they're just like, did something else. And I'm like, so yeah, man. All, all, all these guys, like I've had it three times when a guy was like, yeah, I was a survey assistant for like five years. Yeah. And then I go into something else. Definitely. And I'm like, 
I actually hear more people they go from doing whatever they were doing and then come into surveying later. That's what I hear a lot of people yeah, right. do, especially when I was at um, when I did the pracs up at USQ, I had to fly to Brisbane. They were all saying, "Oh, you know, I was a I was a builder, now I'm into surveying, and I enjoy that way more than doing building." And or I was an architect, now I'm into surveying. Or I've I've never hear there probably are surveyors that leave and do something else for sure, mm. but I hear way more people coming into the industry than people leaving. Yeah, I think yeah, it's kind of a career that people stay at. Yeah, sure. I don't see many people like switching. But yeah, it's definitely a good mix. I do yeah. like the fact that you can be in the field and in the office fifty percent of the time. Yeah. I, I do like that. That's a, that's a big one. <clears throat> yeah. Because it's like, you look at other, you know, other, other other trades or other professions and it's like, like, for me, like the civil engineering component of it, like, just, like some of my mates that just graduated, they get, they get flogged like right at the beginning. Oh, dude, 100%. Like, like flogged, like 10, 11, 12 hour days, most days, sometimes six days a week. You don't get paid for, for any overtime. Because yeah, that's part of your salary, so you're not, ex- you're not expected to get that pay. Do you know how much they're getting paid as like an entry level oh, sort of civil? It'd be like... Is it peanuts? Not much. It'd be like 70. Like it's not terrible as a be- like graduate. I, st- I think for the 70s... work that you do, for the work that you do. Yeah. And the hours that you put in. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just like... I think 70 in 2022 should be not even a standard. Like cannot be a starting salary anymore. It's got to be... Sorry? For an 80 hour week? Yeah. yeah I'm talking about in general. Even a 40 hour week, you should. I think, like, with the way everything is now, like, to go buy a coffee is like $6 to buy a coffee for me anyway, because I get freaking oat milk. I get done in that way. You get the fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, I'm a baller. So, um, shout out Skittle Lane. Oh, shout out to Skittle Lane. That's right. <laughs> the place to go. Um, but yeah, I think a starting salary should be, you know, at least, I think between 85 and 90 now these days. I was looking up the other day, right? I'll give you an ex- I'll tell you the reason why I think that. So I was just curious because now that I'm doing podcasting and stuff like that, kind of looked into oh, how much people make when they do TikToks, right? It, as a profession. So entry-level TikTok content creator. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the entry-level content creator makes? Like if you work for a firm? No. It's about 70K. What? And you don't need a degree for it. Wow. Yeah. You can just go in. I, I'm sure it's super saturated. So it's probably very hard to get yeah. in comparison to our industry, right? Because there's so many jobs. Mm. But if you were able to land that job, would you rather do that or be a civil engineer getting paid 70 grand to work 12-hour weeks or make TikToks for the same amount of money? You yeah. know what I mean? Of course. Like, sometimes yeah. you question that. But the, yeah. but the progression in the civil part is like you can at least build your way up. For sure. You know what I mean? In the, in the TikTok thing, it's more... Like, okay, how much further can you go realistically? Yeah. Like, plus, all those people aren't probably going to be TikTok. It's more like just media. You know yeah. what I mean? It's probably people that go to like uni and get like a, a business degree in, in marketing media. Mm-hmm. So anyone can get that, like, it, it can have that. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to be hiring people. So, like, that what you say, it's probably just going to be like a business degree. Yeah. Like, it's just a standard degree that anyone. But I'm, saying, I'm saying people don't even need a degree to go do it to be an entry level sort of content creator. For, and um, this was just a quick Google search. So I don't know 100%, but I just quickly looked it up and it said average salary, entry level, TikTok creator, no degree, 70K. Yeah, I'm interested what they what they mean by. Yeah, see, I don't know. What they mean by that though. Yeah, it could be entry could level, be, could be like two years. I don't it know. It could be media, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and they just say TikTok as part of it, but that yeah. includes like all media that you do in marketing. But still, like in comparison to, you know, entry level, Civil engineer working twelve hours. Oh yeah, weeks. because you got to get a whole degree, a four year degree. That's then, exactly the point, yeah. right? You're doing this four year degree, and I'm sure they have to do a thesis too, right? So they freaking work their ass off to get there, and then there's this guy making a TikTok, making the same amount of money, working you know forty hour week, and I'm working a freaking seventy hour week. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. The big hours. Yeah, Absolutely. man. So. Is that for like advertising though on TikTok, or is that like just? I would probably say it's advertising yeah. mainly for sure. Yeah, what else? Because I don't think a lot of people make money. I was watching this TikTok KSI. He was saying, and he, I don't know what podcast he was on, but he was showing, you know, how much money he makes on TikTok. And he had like crazy views. He has, oh, like 30 million views, this many followers, blah, blah. Only made three grand. So, it, but if you've got that same amount on YouTube, it's big money. 
on YouTube. So it doesn't translate. And I think you were saying that before, TikTok to the other platforms like Instagram or YouTube, it just doesn't translate. It's not the same. Yeah. Because TikTok's like quick form media. Yeah. And it gets pushed out to people a lot a lot quicker. So it's like, I was saying this to, to John before, it's, it's a lot, it just... Like TikTok, you know, you scroll for five, six seconds and you just scroll, 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 scroll. You know what yeah. I mean? Stuff comes up and it goes within five seconds. You don't really remember it. Mm. But and at the end of the day, you have to remember who's paying for people to get paid. So it's like, it's the big, big companies that are basically paying mm. for you to get sponsored or to push out advertisement. Yeah. And like big advertisers are going to obviously push YouTube, Instagram, because it's more, people are more associated and more connected to a person or a brand. People interact that, that more with up. it too. Of course, like, and, and that's why, because they're not, you're not gonna get big dollars coming out of TikTok because people are just scrolling, looking for fun, mm. you know what I mean? Whereas on Instagram, for example, YouTube, if you're watching a creator or an influencer or whoever it is, yeah. you're following them and if they're promoting it, then you become attached to it and you just subconsciously are looking at it that's fair, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just longer form, yeah. Yeah, and it's more more eyes is more not more eyes. TikTok probably does get more eyes, but Instagram is more it's more of a connection. Yeah, you're actually paying attention. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and then that's what that's why they're on that because they know that you're watching it. Yeah. Well, I I tried doing um so I've I've been doing TikToks now through the podcast just for advertising as well. Yep. And um I tested to see the difference between Instagram and TikTok. The reach on TikTok is so much better than Instagram because right. I I uploaded so I did a Pokemon, um, real TikTok short a short video right, so I uploaded it and on TikTok I got I I upload it first and then I do a promote after so I just kind of see how it grows organically just to see what happens and I usually get anywhere between two hundred to four hundred views before it starts to really die down and then I promote it. And then when I, and I get the same thing with Instagram without promoting, but when I promote on TikTok, I jump from 400 views to three and a half thousand views. And then the likes from about, I think I had a hundred likes to 600 likes, 600 plus likes on TikTok. Wow. And then on Instagram, completely different. I had about, I had about a hundred views on organic views. And then when I promoted it, it went to 800. So it went eight times. So it still went a crazy amount but only got like two or three likes out of that. Right. So yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't respond well. Or the, I don't know, I don't know how to explain. I don't know if TikTok's better or Instagram's better. It's kind of hard to explain which one's better for advertising. I just mm. kind of want people to listen to the podcast. Well, I what would like people to listen to the podcast. You better fuck with this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so, uh, that's scary, my kind of two scary, cents. Yeah, scary when listening. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> just get off. <laughs> but yeah yeah so I don't know it's it's weird at the end of the day if you're trying to grow something it's just about getting eyes yeah on your page but like you see so many people just do like the most outrageous stuff yeah like like how many like influencers do you know they start off doing crazy pranks and just like the stupidest shit yeah just to get like eyes on their page and then once they change. They, and then once they get uh, the eyes and they start doing what they want, mm. because they've already got the eyes and the attention. They've got the attention. That's, that's what they're looking for. And then they start promoting whatever they want to promote and then posting whatever they want to post. And that's why I'm thinking like of jumping on the trends. Like I'm going to be specific. I'm not just going to do any trend. I'll jump on some trends that I think are cool, but that's about it. Mm. Yeah. You have to like, you got to be like in the loop, especially yeah. with social media. You got to be like posting. got to be connected. Posting what's, what's relevant and what grabs people's attentions. Yeah. Says so same with like, like thumbnails, titles, stuff that that's like, one thing I get that for captivates that. people is what you can't just make a plain video. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to get something that's engaging. Like you made one recently. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like on TikTok, but it's got like the text bubbles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen bits and pieces. Because yeah. I just catch myself on TikTok just reading it, and like I don't <laughs> even care about what's going on. I just read it because I'm like. Oh wow, it's so like nice and just pops in your face. It's just like <laughs> that's exactly what, am I doing? What, I do catch myself, like, what am I doing? It's exactly why I do it. So dumb. But if you're like wake up in the morning, get the sound off, you don't want to wake your wife up, and you just got reading the, like rather than listening to it, you're just reading what's going on. Yeah. Watching the lips move. You know? yes. Do you have TikTok? Because I don't even know if I you- I have TikTok now. So what do you use for your, just like Instagram or something? Insta, yeah. Yeah. yeah Insta Reels. 
Uh, bits, but yeah, generally just... I don't use it that much, really. Yeah, fair enough. Try not to, anyway. Oh, man, it can get super addictive. Yeah. Super addictive. I actually find that it's like probably a big gap in survey firms that don't use, they don't utilize TikToks and... Mm. Bro, they, there was one video, I think I showed you ages ago there was this survey guy he made this random tiktok he got like ten thousand likes he had so many eyes he had like over a million views on it wow that's a that's a lot of attention to have in in the survey world yeah you know i'm surprised there's no survey companies out there that are usually utilizing tiktok utilizing some people using instagram but i don't think they they do it well not enough to be engaging not consistent definitely not or maybe consistent but not engaging you know it's it's boring it's very professional. Like save that for LinkedIn, but Instagram's got to be more, more. I think upbeat's not the right word, yeah. but more engaging. I guess so. Yeah, I, there's a better word I'm trying to think of, but it's not coming to me. Yeah. More f- like, inter- like entertaining. I guess so. Just like you see, I don't know if you've seen it, like the the tradie ones of like plumbers or sparkies, and yeah. you know they're making jokes and stuff like that. But it's just like it's funny as. But it's funny, as they were just trainees. And they now they're massive. Those two guys. Yeah, exactly. But, they're, they're, but they're making Inspired unemployed. Oh, <laughs> I love those guys, man. Yeah. So funny. You show me them, actually. I think, I, I think I'm taking credit for uh, introducing. You <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're so funny. So you, so you've blown them up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's it. You're gonna get. You get any royalties? Or anything out of that? Well, they they really did need it then. To yeah, yeah. Millions and millions of followers. Yeah, you just added two more on top of that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where are they from? I think Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, they're just two trainees. Yeah, took off. Yeah, they're oh, killing right. it now. They, oh, dude, they did an ad with Shaq. Yeah. Like what? They got their own beer. I'm like, I've seen their, their thing on the back of buses and stuff. Yeah. Wow. They're killing it. Actually, better beer. No carbs. No sugar. Yeah, that's what it is. Good on them, man. It's actually a pretty cool product. Yeah. yeah. I try it. I'm not a big beer fan, but I'll try it. I try everything pretty much, so. Yeah. Uh, they're smashing it. But that's what I mean. Like, it's not of us tradies. Yeah. But they're like making funny jokes about like trades things. Yeah. But you could sure. do the same in surveying, but. Yeah. People yeah. just don't do it because it's so niche. Everyone's a. Uh... Yeah, but you can make, I think, even if it's, even if surveying is niche, you can make it, you can make. Not so viral videos, but you can make it entertaining. It doesn't have to be survey related. Yeah, you can make funny survey memes. Yeah. So you can get eyes and get attention and then you can still focus on being professional but on different platforms. You know what I mean? It's true. So, but that's a whole, that's literally a whole career. It's like social media management. I looked into it. Like some people get paid six figures to look after multiple different companies yeah. and different platforms and the whole thing. So... It's yeah. There's big money in it, and like not surprising, it it works. Oh yeah, if it's getting your name out there. Yeah, out there, absolutely, it's worth the money. Came across his plumber, at, uh, <laughs> at a Cronulla RSL, and he was telling me that he got a, uh, a business coach to basically help expand his business. Oh, you were telling me about and, this and how to grow his social media, and he was like, oh, within like the first week, I learned so much stuff. Yeah, right. About like how to promote it, how to do all this stuff, different mm. kind of things. Because it is important, really, realistically, social media to get your name out there because that's where people are going to like turn to or just see subconsciously. Especially like coming up now, people from younger generations are going to be all over it. Yeah, exactly. So as long as you're looking in the right places of where to push, yeah. then you're just going to get more eyes. Cause like, yeah. The old, sure. uh, the old letterbox. <laughs> the old oh, letterbox. Good. <laughs> the magnets aren't, aren't covered. <laughs> <laughs> But like, even a good example would be, you know, like the high pressure hose. Oh, hose. dude, I'm addicted to those videos, yeah, man. Those videos. So satisfying to watch. It's like a time lapse of someone cleaning a driveway, and you just look at it and go, "Oh, look how clean it is now." Yeah, That's I know. Yeah. Like, and you, and the thing is, those videos can like they're not the 30 second videos either. Some of no. them go for like two, three minutes, and you're just going, oh, "That looks so good." <laughs> and I, like, and like you watch someone clean a pool. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm just flick through. You know what I'm addicted to? Chiropractor videos. Oh, oh and the cracking. Oh, I just yeah. imagine myself there getting my back cracked. Like, have you ever gone chiro? Yeah, I've been. I've been, but because I had the back issues. But I don't know. That's a whole other story. Oh, all right. Another another episode, huh? Save it for another Scammers. episode. Scammers. <laughs> 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 it's cool to me. Yeah. Chiropractors. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fake physios. <laughs> Ouch. All right, I got some. Uh, I got some hypothetical question for you boys. Ooh. All right, you ready? Chuck them on. All right, I'm ready. Oh, well, you're ready. <laughs> um, what would you do if you won a hundred million dollars? What's the first thing you're doing? find out you win the lotto oh my god i've just won a hundred million first thing you're doing you just it actually sorry it hits your bank account the hundred millions in your bank account what are you doing okay so this is like i'm not gonna give a boring answer of like oh i've got to check if it's actually my money I've got to, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go bank it all right okay let's, let's pretend that we're not we're not gonna be sensible yeah first thing i'm buying lamborghini i reckon yeah it's like, do it it's got to be like a car dealership like yeah it's got to be one of those that's always been my dream car. I feel like the f- first thing I'm doing, I, f- I feel like standard, everyone's going to buy a house. Yeah. But I'm flogging money on a car. And it's, gonna, and it's a Lamborghini event. Dream car, dream yeah. car, for sure. Lambo. Um, I don't know what my dream car would even be. Ford Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done. 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 Toe bar at the back, done. <laughs> Lift kit, sorted. Got to have it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably just travel till it ran out. Oh, I dude, traveling's done. a good one, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Private jets the whole way as well. You know. You oh, got private jets. Oh, You're jets. born it. That's it. You might as well get a yacht and just go around the whole. Don't tempt me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I don't even know if a hundred mil would get you a yacht. No, probably not. Probably though. not. What hey. to buy or to rent? You can rate one easy. Oh, I'll hire it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably more sensible. I'm just yeah. thinking, I'm bucket, I'm just buying everything. <laughs> <laughs> just got money. Buy as an investment. What's that one Conor McGregor hat? Like the. The Lamborghini one? Is that one? a Lamborghini yacht? Yeah. Yeah, I just found that. Yeah. It's like a yacht or a What about Jeff Bezos's one? Oh, dude, his yeah. one is freaking crazy. He's like a super yacht or something. See whether they had to deconstruct the bridge and reconstruct yeah. it just, yeah. to get just to get it out or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 mental. That's but, fuck you money. That's like that's that's fuck off money. That's I can do what yeah. the fuck I want money. Yeah. Literally. Like how much was that, bro? I think there was. I think. Don't quote me because I have no idea. I think it was about a half a billion. That yacht. That's right. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but I'd probably be around that. Yeah, it was. It was a couple a, hundred mil. Yeah, I think. Sure. At, I think at the very least, it was a couple hundred mil. Well, yeah, right. I don't think I'd ever buy a yacht. That's probably one thing I'll never buy is a boat. I can't justify it. Not that I can't justify it, I just hate the maintenance of a boat. Oh well, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be hosing it down after you finish with it. Someone else would be. Yeah, it would be someone else's problem. But it's like oh, now I've got to. I don't know. It's just a, such a mission to have a boat. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Are you talking like a super yacht, or like just like if you're having like a little boat and like you have it in the harbour. Even if you have, yeah, even if you not like a dinghy boat, but if you have like a yeah, like those they're, two stories. Yeah, sort I, of I know people that have, that have got them. It's the thing is, it's like. It's like anything, like you don't really take it out yeah. often, unless you really like love it and you're going fishing, it's like your, your hobby that you just love. Yeah. Mm. Like, apart from that, you're not really ever going to use it. Use it. Yeah. I know p- people usually just buy it in the summer and then just like flog it off after. Yeah. Or you, or you wait till the next summer and then you flog it off that summer and then hopefully the prices have gone up. So, you so never, what, they, so they never really lose. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You probably want to sell during... Well, sorry. You, you want to buy during, during the winter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, buy during winter and then and then that's right. And then you sell during. So summer. at least you kind of you're not you're never gonna lose out, I guess. Yeah. So you have if you have it for two years, you can enjoy it for one summer and then sell it the next. Yeah, yeah. The next summer. And they hold their money pretty well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most of them do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, one growing up for a season, didn't oh. use it very much. Had oh. a little uh, <laughs> little tinny. It was pretty good. Yeah. But it was like. Couldn't tell anyone behind it, but it was fun. Yeah. Like, zipped around on it. Oh, of course, it's fun. It's heaps yeah. fun. But it's like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, how often are you going to use it? It's like, yeah, very rarely. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's good fun being on a boat. Like, one of my mates who he used to live around the corner now, but he's gone. Um, we went and took the boat for the day. Dude, it was so much fun. We were catching so much fish as well. So it was constant for like three hours. Just bang, fish, bang, fish, bang, fish. And then after we spent three hours fishing, we drove, we s- drove, I don't even know, sailed to uh where do we go sense is that San Susie? no we came to this part here sorry not i'm gonna bleep that out don't want people knowing where i live <laughs> uh anyway some beach around here we stopped there went for a swim and then um 
then we took the boat, then we sailed through Sylvania waters just to look at some of the houses, and then that's it. We fucked off for the day. It was such a mad day. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I think my brother's going to get a boat soon, just a little one. But that's the ideal one. Just a, a friend or a relative who has a boat. Yeah. It's not your problem, mm. but you get to use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, they're yeah. the best. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. That's so much responsibility. You've got to wash it when you get home. and Suck. It's a full day. It's actually a full day to take it out. Yeah. You've got to go tow it. Bring it in the water. Once you're done, you gotta go clean it, wash it off. People live for it though. Petrol, petrol yeah. as well. Yeah. People live for yeah, it though. They love it. it. Yeah. Alright, I got another. I got another hypothetical for you guys, and then we'll, po- we'll probably wrap it up because we we're getting close to an hour. I don't know if you guys know. Really? Yeah, it's gone pretty quick actually. Um. All right. So, would you rather? I feel like this is a pretty easy answer. So I have another hypothetical if we get through this quick. Would you rather say everyone's thirty years old now? Okay. Would you rather fast forward 20 years and you get given $50 million so you lose 20 years or rewind 20 years so you go back to when you're 10 years old and you keep the knowledge you have? What would you rather do? I'll go back for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like that's... Like, who would go forward and lose 20 years to get $50 million? Argentina will win the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. I know what's going to happen, right? So yeah. this like, yeah. Well, it could be the butterfly effect. You, you place a bet on it and now they lose. Could be. But still, oh, Bitcoin, Google, like everything oh, yeah. to invest in. Facebook, just start investing. You'd make investing. billions, honestly. Yeah. So I, I know that was such a silly, such no, a silly question. Yeah. I feel like everyone says that. <laughs> I don't know anyone who said I'd take the fifty million. No, how, how could you? That's like the dumbest thing that you could do. Yeah. Lose could you imagine being? 10 if years I did old? that, I'd be like what? I'm twenty. I'm twenty-two. Twenty-two now. I'll be forty-two. No, I'm saying so. You're thirty now. So you're in the middle. That's why you either gain 20 or you lose 20. So not where you are right now. So for you, you're actually losing more years if you go from now. It doesn't make sense. Where I am. Yeah, where I am. Yeah. (laughs) Old. Where the boys are. You're old now. Yeah. Just picture it. You look like... You like me, you know. Start, you know. Hair's hair's starting to go. So why don't you just give me some of your knowledge? Yeah? 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 Nah. It'll be like, you went back in time through me. You can live through me. Guys? Oh. I'd rather not. (laughs) 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 All right, we'll go one more hypothetical because that was too easy. All right. Actually, I don't know if this will be a hypothetical. I feel like this would happen soon. If drugs became legal, would you take them? I think I'm all right. You think you're all right? I think I'm okay without them. Yeah. I'm too paranoid. You're talking heroin? Because just get me Oh, you're a mad dog. Uh, uh, yeah, any any drug. Nah, but it's like, what's the difference between it being legal and illegal? It's like... Well, I think it's because it's regulated. But then, like, no one's stopping you from going out and if you really want it, going to search for it. Oh, dude, there's no one stopping you. But the point is, if it's legal, it's regulated, right? So that means it's going to be a lot safer. You know what's in it. Whereas if you... I guess black market sort of thing. Yeah, you don't know what's in it. But you, you kind of hope you know what's in it, even if you get it illegally even though yeah. it probably isn't more than likely it isn't yeah you still you're still suffering the same consequences of whether you're getting it legally or illegally like you know what i mean yeah i guess so like it's probably better that it is legal so that yeah people that do want to take it yeah are going to be safe for taking it yeah for sure because like people do take it yeah yeah for sure 100 percent. but you know if if you don't take it anyway then it's, it doesn't really there's no it probably benefits people that do take it. Yeah, but it's like... It makes okay. it safer. But have you seen that, that study in Portugal? Oh, where they legalized everything. And they legalized it and it just... Everything it nearly dropped. disappeared, yeah. It, yeah. it almost like... Put the money in like rehab rather than... Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it dropped a lot of the problems that people I think it was having. like 90% drop. I remember hearing it on the news or something it, yeah. like that. It's interesting. It's interesting like... Hmm. like how yeah, there's done case it. studies and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say, so, you know, weed's obviously illegal here, but then you go to Amsterdam and it's legal there. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely going to do it when I go to Amsterdam. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about it. And I can, and the best part about going to Amsterdam is you can choose your strength. So you can be like, I, knowing me, I'll get the weakest thing first and then kind of see where my tolerance is because I'll, I'll be the biggest bitch. I, no, no doubt in my mind. So I'm getting the weakest thing and I'll work my way up. Mm. So. Well, it's kind of crazy how alcohol is like a drug technically. Yeah, yeah, it is. Exactly, yeah. It's so weird how, like, when you think about it, like, alcohol probably is worse yeah. than, yeah. than, like, something pretty, like, like cannabis. 
Yeah, it's pretty destructive. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, Can be. and it, it's addictive to people as well. Oh, some people. I was listening to um. But it's so part of like our culture growing up. It's just, we don't even think about. Oh, it, right? Aussie culture is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, live for it. I think yeah. Aussie and I think British as well. Yeah, yeah. Irish as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't got up for a scotch yet. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was going to say something. Oh, going back to the alcohol being super addictive. Did you hear Andrew Huberman? Huberman? He was saying 8% of people um, have this genetic, this genetic, I don't don't know exactly what it is. But he goes, 8% of people when they drink alcohol, it's euphoric. And it's they're the people that can keep drinking and just don't like they keep getting a high from it. They don't get worse. They feel like they're improving in drinking. And it's eight percent of the people. And those people eight percent or eighty? Eight. Not eight, eighty. Yeah, 8%. not eighty percent. Yeah, yeah. So eight percent drink and they become They improve. Or not improve but Oh, like more aware. Not it's always saying more aware. Great, like, yeah, they feel great. They're right. energized. They're in like they're in the zone. You know, whereas you know, especially when I drink, I slow. Like at the start, it becomes a bit more. I get a bit tipsy, and it starts to get a bit wavy for me. And you know, I get a bit of energy, but not like. So it doesn't act as a depressant. It acts as a stimulant. Yes, yes, exactly right. It acts as a stimulant. Really? Yeah. That's insane. Eight yeah. percent, but it's not that many people. But eight percent of the whole yeah, I was just saying in comparison to six billion or seven billion people, it's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. nearly like what is it? I don't know, six hundred fifty million or whatever it is. I don't know. So it's a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Like love a cheeky drink. <laughs> well, I, was, I was reading something, and they yeah, 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 <laughs> a little bit informed, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. a little bit educated, a little bookworm over here. Yeah, yeah, because they educated mate. Oh, I love reading. Oh. Oh, I actually bought a book recently. I just felt. So weird. I haven't bought a book in years. What'd you get? Huh? What'd you get? Uh, Jordan Peterson. 12 rules. The 12, I've got it as well. I'm actually oh, reading. Yeah. I'm going to start reading that. Yeah, I bought it recently. I was like, it was in Dimmix and I was like, you know what? I need some self-improvement in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I got, Make your bed. He's the, uh, he's the, my solution. So I don't know. Nah, he's good. He's good, man. I'm going to start reading that book too, actually. So I'll start on that and then I'll get on to other ones that I've, I've heard are good. So, yeah. but we'll see. But um, what we're we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. You're talking about you. Um, you got a book. You're reading. You're reading an article about. Something. Oh yeah, about um, I think it was in the early hunt in the early hundreds, so like maybe like sixth century, sixth century, or maybe even earlier. They used to infuse uh, what do you call uh, the stuff that like. like Mushrooms and stuff like that. What, what are they called? The, oh, like, oh uh, psychedelics. Psychedelics. Yeah, yeah. Psychedelics into like alcohol and wine. Mm. And that used to give them, like, that used to be a big part of, of their culture. Well, Joe and, Rogan was talking about that. Yeah, that's, and that's, I've, I've heard it from him as well, but yeah. that's what kind of gives these people that, that higher spiritual, yeah, like, being as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you don't really get that. Like just living normal day to day life, that that like spiritual indulgence, like meaning. I don't know, like you know what I mean. Like you just fucking boring ass. Like <laughs> yeah, that's no, like, I, get, I get what you mean. Everyone's turning atheists. Is everyone's just being a fucking no? But that, they reckon get <laughs> get some god in ya. <laughs> there's, there's this one um. <laughs> well said. Oh, round of applause. Good work. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll wrap we'll, it up there. We'll no, articulate it. We'll articulate it. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, um, Joe Rogan was saying the ancient Greeks did it. And that's, you know, they reckon that's how they came up with democracy and a whole bunch of other different things as well. Like that's way paraphrased compared, compared to what he actually said. Mm. But yeah. I think it's important like as to become like a creative thinker though to... Do some to mushies? Ha- to have, well, to at least have like some sort of stimulant to otherwise how else do you think about things like that like I guess some people just like have a bit more creativity in them to begin with but I guess it does mm. help some people yeah would you ever do would you ever do psychedelics I reckon there's a part of me that says yes in a, in a there's a part of me that says in a controlled environment 
Have you heard about like the ayahuasca? Yeah, Mexico, dude, that's Mexico. that's fucking mental. But people go man. as like a spiritual, yeah, thing as well. Yeah, but like if you know if if <laughs> I'm like more of like a stats person, you know what I mean? Like if I get on a plane, I'm like, oh, there's like a thousand planes going every day. No one's crashed yet. I'm yeah. fine. It's kind of the same thing. I look at it that way. Like if everyone's going, everyone's having a good time. Mm. No one's had a, like a bad experience. Maybe one or two. Yeah. It's like it can't be bad for you, but I don't know. I think yeah, I it's think just that'll be like person. a little bit later on, or if I feel depressed in my life, feel, or if you feel adventurous, you're like, adventurous maybe, maybe yeah. Want to write a book one day? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Write a survey book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twelve rules. Being a survey god. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Alright, we'll probably wrap it. At, wrap it there, boys. Right, Do you want to throw some uh, socials up if people want to contact you, or you know, it's up to you. Uh, I mean, if you want to. Yeah, just chuck it up. I can, I can, yeah, I can put in the yeah, yeah, I can put in the show notes at the bottom yeah, if you want to tell people. Just top my name up on the instas. What's your name? Jonathan Nathan. Oh. One word. <laughs> Spelled differently. Uh, but you'll make sure it's right. Yeah, I'll make sure it's right. Hopefully, I'll spell it right. <laughs> All right, guys. See you at the next episode. See you later. Ciao. Yeah.